Welcome, friends, to Game Master's Studio, where we talk shop about running tabletop role-playing games. With us today is Jared and Ed, with your host, Jerry. Hello, and welcome to Game Master's Studio, where we'll be talking tabletop role-playing games, tips and tricks that you can use at home to help bring your game up to the next level. Today we're doing a bonus episode that was sparked by a question that was sent in on our Facebook page. Uh, Tim from Iowa is writing in. He's saying that he's got a campaign that's just started with a naval battle coming up down the line that's going to be a pretty big one, uh, hundreds of ships per side. So he's writing in asking if we have any, uh, I'm going to actually pull the line right here directly. Uh, Do you have any sweet ideas on how I could use the party of five adventurers in the battle? My fear is having them... Command one vessel may get very repetitive or could kill them all with some bad rolls. What would you do if you had an epic naval battle? So we kind of saw this and we Tim has some good ideas in there that we think he's on the right path. But we also just wanted to kind of throw out a few ideas that we had for encounters or sessions that would take place right around this type of epic naval battle going on, whether being part of it or part of the background or involved there. Um, We had a couple of good ideas. So let's go around and start with... uh, Jared, why don't you throw out the first one for us? Uh, my first initial idea was to, again, kind of using the uh, the naval battle as more of a da- uh, backdrop, but to have the party do like an assassination mission to take out the admiral on like the, the lead flagship, right. or maybe just to take out the flagship itself, you know, as like either the intent of, you know, cutting the, the head off the snake by taking out the admiral who can then no longer direct the fleet. You know, assuming that, you know, they need like, uh, you know, minute to minute kind of, you know, instruction or but again, by t- you know, uh, like demoralizing the army uh, in this or the, the naval uh, fleet, chaos, and- you know, by taking out the flagship, you know, again, kind of cutting the head off the snake, you know, by demoralizing the rest of the fleet, you know, just, you know, blowing up or somehow sinking or destroying the flagship. So. However, you know, you want to come up with the concept or let them come up with the idea of how to sneak onto the flagship, you know, and then sneak through, you know, you know, navigate the ship again, kind of like a dungeon hack kind of thing, getting through the ships to, uh, you know, then take out the admiral. And then maybe they could even commandeer the ship and use it against the. Oh, enemy yeah, you know, fleet. yeah, yeah. You know, do the whole uh, uh, Trojan horse kind of deal yeah. almost by then taking the flagship, turning it around and start blowing up their own, you know, their own fleet. That definitely works, too. I would even maybe even just let the 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 player or the group kind of come up with like okay like your idea is to get on the ship, take out the admiral, and then let them do whatever they want from there. Right. I have um, I have the feeling that you've got players. What they're going to do is they're going to set some sort of fuse on the powder kegs, assuming this is like a medieval like right. galleons type, and then they kind of have like a race against time to get off the ship before the whole detonates and the whole thing. Sinks. Yeah, and that would be a nice follow up too, because then you're dungeon hacking through it, killing the admiral is kind of like the 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 bad the boss at the end, and then you have the you know the time crunch, you know, escape the ship thing going yeah. on. Well, the way you presented, it's almost sort of the boss at the beginning. And then you do the battle after that. If it's the sort of the sabotage route you were going, the assassination mm-hmm. route, yeah, you could have the players sneak up to that ship before the battle starts, take it over, you know, maybe have it fire on its own ship, set it to destroy that sort of thing. That mm-hmm. could be a huge blow to an enemy yep. army. But then there's still the naval battle to contend with. That's still right. a thing and that's it, going on. And that could still be a thing. Or again, you could kind of use it as, you know, again, if you kind of make it a dungeon hack going through the ship, like you got to, you know, take out the crew, yeah, navigate the ship, you know, like maybe you don't have, you know, schematics or whatever, you know, like you don't know the layout of the ship. And assuming again, like it's a big, large flagship, it could actually, you know, have a lot of corridors and rooms and a lot of navigation going on. 
Um, oh, gee, we found some treasure. Ooh, do we leave it behind? Do yeah. we take it with it, us? It'll sink yeah. if we blow up the ship. Oh, no, I guess we'll have to not blow up the ship. You know, and then again, you kill the, you know, the, the admiral at the end of it. The, the, the bat- naval battle could still be going on that whole time around you. Or maybe it's even already started before you even get on the ship. So that's yeah. more of like a backdrop. You know, that's flavoring. And yeah, there could still be going on after you take out the flagship or, or blow it up or kill the admiral and escape. You know, but it would be more of like, you know, you would if you then started to participate in the in the naval battle, I think it would be more of just wrapping things yeah. up. Um, so I, I like that. I see things a little bit more from a entering the battle sort of from the front perspective. So it'd be, it'd be I, I like how yours is the the dungeon within the battle. Yeah. Mine would be addressing the battle itself. Mm-hmm. And for mass combats, what I like to do. I typically ignore how the, unless I have a specific idea in mind, I typically ignore how the actual mass combat is going, but I throw points of interest throughout the mass combat that a, you know, small party of experienced uh, adventurers should be able to go influence. You know, obviously you may want uh, uh, to to send your ship against another ship to do like a ship to ship battle. That's always fun. You know, you could, if you have cannons involved, or even if you don't, you probably still have ballista or catapults or, or something along those lines, depending on the size of the ship. So you could do an actual naval battle and have everyone in your group have some sort of function uh, while the battle's going on, try to destroy some ships. And then you could go board another ship, you know, take that one over. And that's, you know, a little fight uh, in your in your uh, uh, larger deal that's going on here Mm -hmm. and then as you're trying to make your way to the front maybe there's a specific gunship you have to take out so you kind of do you know your thing where everyone has to sneak onto the ship or something and then kill the crew or whatever and then while they're making their way to the large you know admiral ship maybe all of this chaos has brought a sea monster into everything and you've got the kraken destroying everything in the middle of the battle and your characters maybe have to deal with that or you know it could be some other sea creature but your characters have to deal with all of a sudden there's this sea monster and if they don't deal with it, it's going to wreck their fleet, you know, mm-hmm. the side that they're on. It's going to, you know, and that could be one of those interesting things where both sides are like, we got to kill that, whatever that thing, we got to kill it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then finally the last and probably most important encounter. And all of these are just different encounters. Yeah. yeah. They're just different encounters with the backdrop, like you suggested mm-hmm. of the battle. And then the final one is battle is still sort of raging on. The final battle is you finally board the, the ship and you go against like the boss admiral and his best guys or whatever. And mm-hmm. you take that out. And then once that's done, uh, you can say, okay, well, surveying the 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 forces, it looks like your side is on the, the winning side. The idea being if the players are successful at all of the missions they need to help their side out, then they win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They help orchestrate the, the battle just by being heroes. And if they fail, they lose. Uh, one other thing, though, too, just sort of to address it, uh, his, his fear of having them either get repetitive. Obviously, you don't want that. Yeah. But then, you know, bad roles killing characters. Don't ever be afraid of that. If you're afraid of bad rules killing characters, you'll never kill a character and all your players will think that they can do anything and survive it, which isn't always bad. You know, if you have specific story arcs, I can understand not wanting to kill people, but don't be afraid to kill people off, especially if it's a big epic battle, you know, you know, plus for for an epic naval battle, a bad role. Oh, no, I'm going to kill the party. No, you smash the boat. Yeah. Now they're on a boat that's sinking. Yep. Mm -hmm. You didn't kill the party. 
but they're now in a very now bad situation. Yeah, now it's a whole new encounter, and yeah. you get to have fun with that. Yeah. Plus, also, and before I know, Jerry, you got to get yours in, but um, if I was going to do like them controlling a ship, I wouldn't do the whole party controlling a single ship. I would put each member on their own ship and let them run each of their own ships. Yeah, you, you know could do mean? that. You know, like, here, you, got, you have proven yourself a worthy party. You each are going to captain a vessel, and now you have five ships that the players are now controlling as a whole. You know, uh, mixed amongst, yeah. you know, the, the hundred plus ships or whatever that are out there. That would be a really good sort of start to the ship on ship battle where they're right. all like independently controlling their ship. And then on their initiative, they just do like a ship action. Right. Exactly. Like they move and fire or something like that. Right. And, and then you have somebody's ship gets sunk. Oh, swing over. We got to pick up. Exactly. Those guys. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, then exactly. you're not killing off the whole party. Yeah. You're just sinking one of the player ships, you know, or maybe even there, there aren't any cannons or, or guns or anything. So like maybe explosives are new. Mm-hmm. So there's, you know, some sort of quest. Actually, I don't want to steal your thunder from this. Were you going to bring up the, uh, Jerry, we're going to bring up the, um, uh, escort deal. Uh, a little bit, but you can still. Yeah. So I was thinking, well, what if you did have like a guy who has a keg of powder or something? Mm-hmm. It's the only one in existence, or at least as far as you know, and your job is to get him to the lead ship or the big gunship that's destroying everything. You know, you have to get him there so he can blow it up. So that becomes an escort mission. Oh, not always the funnest thing in the world, but an idea for uh, uh, an encounter. I, this is in t- kind of a side thing, but this is just the way I think about stuff. Every time you brought up like, well, maybe they don't have cannons or that. I had the image of the ship sailing along and the barbarian leaning over the railing, hucking hatchets at the enemy ships. <laughs> I'm going to sink one of them sooner or later. Right. Well, I had the we'll idea of it. like every ship pulling up to another ship and then like time to board. That's pretty much yeah. it. Yeah. Well, I mean, you have, you know, like ballista, you know, your guys will have obviously arrows and whatnot and. You know, you, uh, I, I do believe before cannons, you know, they, they even had like catapults on ships and that sort of thing. You know, they they used modern deals, just smaller scale. I think ballista were the more common ones. Yeah. So what I was actually th- thinking when from what we were talking about is a little bit of there's the epic naval battle going on, but the party isn't necessarily directly involved in the battle. The image I kind of have is the battle is happening offshore and the party is on the shore taking care of things. Um, maybe an enemy craft landed and they're trying to establish a beachhead. We need somebody to get down there and clear it out. You could need to, you know, escort. We need to get this guy over here. Or our our catapults on the East Tower aren't firing. Find out why. Right. Um, we need to set up a fire attack. There was a, a wonderful bit in the uh, Three Kingdoms era where there was a battle at sea and they had the ships chained together to help prevent seasickness. And they wound up devastating the fleet by firing just a ton of fire arrows. Mm-hmm. One ship caught fire and then it was chained to the next one, which caught fire and created this whole chain reaction. Um, but there's a lot you can do without ever throwing your party into the battle itself, without worrying about putting them there. And okay, now they're commanding a ship or they're getting blown out of the water. There's still a lot of running around. They can do to influence the battle without having to be thrown into the middle of the battle itself. Right. And your party might be a little more at ease with that. And you can also do a lot of that stuff, you know, getting the catapults firing or stopping the beachhead or whatever can be just as important to winning the, the battle as taking out the admiral and sinking right. the flagship. Exactly. A lot of it also would depend on why is this battle occurring? You know, if it right. is to take some sort of uh, position, some sort of position of power, then maybe the battle, like you say, the battle's going on while the players are going and trying to get to that position of power. 
you know, the fort that has the experimental cannons that the villains have, that has to be taken out so that you can stop these bad guys from conquering the world or whatever. Right. You know? And then you can also have that on on the flip side. The PCs have to establish a beachhead. Yeah, or exactly. Or infiltrate it on shore. I think there's plenty of material out there for inspiration. Yeah. Um, I was thinking things like Mastering Commander and Waterworld, strangely enough, for, yeah, strangely for enough. films. Yeah. Um, and there's plenty of stuff that you can get for inspiration. Uh, yeah, the uh, uh, the last few Assassin's Creed game, I believe, or uh, one of them was specifically ship based. Yep. But Black the one flag. before Black Flag mm-hmm. and then the one before that had uh, uh, Assassin's Creed three. It had some naval battles in there as well. So, you know, they're not really large scale. They're more small, small scale. But to give you an idea of, you know, the perspective of maybe commanding a ship in battle and then for large scale ship battles, I'm not I'm. I'm not really sure what's uh, uh maybe pirate some of the pirates movies have some larger scale ship battles, yeah. you know. Uh, pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, the Pirates yeah, of the yeah, Caribbean movies. Some, yeah. yeah, you know, uh, everyone has their opinion on the the quality of the, those movies, but at the very least, they have some. Some of them have some some pretty awesome ship battles, so right. you can at least watch those scenes and kind of get an idea of maybe what you want to do with that. Plus, one of them does have like a kraken style monster in the middle of it. That is true, exactly. <laughs> And some supernatural aspects, too, because another thing I was going to mention just as a footnote real quick before we end is the, you know, does this world have magic? Because that's no, a whole yeah. nother concept. Like, you know, you throw a battle mage, just a single battle mage into this mix and you got fireballs and, oh, yeah. you know, and control even, weather and all kinds of stuff going on. Yeah. Even lesser used spells like Gust of Wind. Gust right. of Wind is huge. Especially, yeah, naval. A- actually, I'd, I'd forgotten about it. I was thinking about just the environment itself. You know, you guys are on this battle. What if, you know the tides start rising really fast and there's water just throwing everything around. What yeah. if there's large gusts? A tsunami in? kicks in in the middle yeah. of this thing and there's huge waves and you know, rain and thunder taking out, you know, and maybe while sails and yeah, maybe while both sides are closing in on each other, the storms are kind of closing in too. Yeah. And you realize, Oh no, this is going to be hell. Yeah. And well, it makes for an control, epic scene. If you control you, weather and call lightning. Yeah. 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 It makes for, I mean, you know, even if it's just a naturally occurring storm, it makes for like this really epic scene to have like, you know, these, two fleets closing in as the storm is also closing yeah. in and with with water you then add the uh the the added element of maybe you slip while you're running around yep. you know every once in a while as a gm you can make a make a check mm-hmm. maybe there's lightning crashing down on some of the ships i saw a know? great bit online where they were talking about it trying to do a kraken fight at low levels mm-hmm. where instead of fighting the kraken they're fighting individual tentacles yep yep so maybe use like giant octopus stats or something, but it's a tentacle that they're fighting that mm-hmm. way. So even if your characters aren't at the level where they could challenge the Kraken, they can still kind of fight the giant sea monster. That's right. a cool idea. Yep. yep. So right. There's a lot of cool ideas to work with there. Yeah. And also uh, make sure to check out our previous episode on uh, mass combat. Absolutely. For some added uh, material. And we might even have some stuff in some of the uh, spicing up environment. Combat. Yep. Yeah. Spicing Definitely. up combats. Uh, just the encounters trilogy that we did. We're yep. having multiple paths, and you know, addressing that kind of stuff. You know, uh, memorable NPCs. You know, adding story to the encounter. Yep. Just you know, a lot of that stuff just spices up the encounter. As, you know, as a whole, whether you know it's a hundred ships or you know one goblin. Yep. So there was there was our quick thoughts when we actually sat down to do this. We're like, yeah, we'll bust out like a like a ten minute thing on that, and we've gone way over that limit, but. It's fine. Well, we like to talk. And, <laughs> and it's an interesting question. It opens up a lot of options that a lot of GMs don't think about mm-hmm. uh, because naval battles are not something that's happening every day. 
Right. Um, so we appreciate it. You know, thank you for Tim to Tim for sending us this question. Um, and it's great that we were able to get some good discussion off of it. If you have any sort of things coming up in your games that you'd like a little feedback from us on, definitely feel free to send us a message yeah. either on Facebook or on Twitter. We love to just kind of talk about things. We do respond to all of these. This is the first of the ones where we've actually done an episode in response to questions. But if we get interesting ones coming up, then we're going to, you know, try to hopefully maybe be doing more of these as time goes on. So thank you for listening and we will see you the next time that we come back in.